Welcome back, everyone, to the 62nd episode of The Jake and Joe Show. I'm Joe. I'm Jake. We got a topic that both Jake and I have been looking forward to recording since last time we recorded. No more zero days. We're going to get into that. We've got a few other things we want to talk about as well. First off, let's promote ourselves. We're on Spotify. If you haven't seen us there, just search The Jake and Joe Show and we'll show up as a podcast. We're also on Instagram now. Jake, how does it feel to be on Instagram? I feel like a celebrity because that's that's where all the celebrities go. Twitter and Instagram, both things I never use personally. But um, I'm pretty excited to be on Instagram because I think it's going to allow us to be more engaged with our audience as opposed to kind of forcing it down our friends' throats on Facebook. Right. Um, I did have a question about Instagram that I wanted to ask you. And that was, in your mind, what's what's the difference between Instagram and Facebook? I'm glad you asked that question, Jake, because I have an opinion on this. Okay. Facebook is garbage, and it's for garbage people. Oh. And Instagram is for less garbage people. Okay. That's about how I feel. Now, seriously, I like Instagram significantly more than Facebook because I feel as though it cuts away all the garbage and nonsense I don't care to see that's on Facebook. I don't care to see the different recipes that you're sharing on your Facebook wall to save for later. I don't care about your political opinions. I don't... If Facebook could be more like Instagram, I guess, I would appreciate it way more. I mean, I just like that Instagram is just pictures. And when I follow people... I legitimately care to see their pictures. So I'm getting just what I want to see. I'm not seeing all the filler and stuff that I feel like is that covers Facebook. So Instagram is more like um, sharing experiences as opposed to this is what is in my life. Like Facebook is. Yeah. And when I scroll through Facebook, I mean, I only care about like, 10% of the content that I'm seeing. Like, I scroll past so much that I don't care about. Yeah. And there's, I mean, the only posts on Instagram that I scroll past that I don't care about are, like, sponsored uh, advertisements that I don't want to see. But, like, on Facebook, I've got, like, and I like that I'm following these, but I I follow a bunch of uh, buy-sell swap groups. And I'll Mm. be scrolling through Facebook, and I'll get, like, five or six posts in a row that are nothing but for sale items. And I don't always want to be scrolling through like my friends' pictures and content and then also for sale items and then ads yeah. and then pages I follow and all this stuff. It's too much. I like the Instagram just trims all that fat off and it gives you pictures. Right. I might give it a shot. We'll see. I, I, I say that a lot about social media. Actually, back, um, I think season three was when Vero came out. Remember yes. Vero? Yeah. It was really that bad was for like lived. the first week because of the servers were being bad, but right. I actually kind of used it quite a bit and it was more of an Instagram-esque social yes. media as opposed to Facebook. I kind of dug it. Yeah. I mean, some of it was like the exclusivity of right. like, oh, hey, I'm like one of the first people on Vero, <laughs> but um, it was legitimately cool. So I don't know, maybe I will... Uh, try Instagram personally. But I wanted to ask you because I was just thinking I was today I made one of our first 
Instagram posts and I was like, well, this is, what about this is different from just po- posting it on our Facebook page? Right. But now I kind of, I can kind of see what you mean. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a different feel. It's an easier way to see content you care about. Like you don't see, okay. So for example, on Facebook, I'm friends with you. Yeah. Let's say you're a very active member of a, um, a gaming group that I'm not in. I'll get posts in my feed saying, Jake posted on this page. Would you like to like, and it will show like things you've talked about on a page. I don't even follow. That doesn't oh, happen wow. on Instagram. I don't see anything except for the people that I'm following. So I know that when I open it up and I go to scroll through it, I'm only going to be seeing things that I actually want to see. And I, I just enjoy that. Cool. Well, um, needless to say, and regardless of what I think about Instagram, not that I think negatively about it at all, we're definitely going to use it quite a bit more. Um, I think it's really important, especially as a podcast, to give some sort of visual content content of some kind so that, A, you can like put a face to the name and B, I don't know, it's just visual representation in general. Mm. So it's not just like sound you're listening to once a week. Right. I think it's going to be pretty cool. I want to be more active doing that. I've been trying to get you to use Instagram personally for a while. Just like to even just, not even to post yourself, but to like view content that you enjoy. Right, right. That's what's held me back really is that I don't see myself as someone who would post a lot of pictures. But then again, when I was on Vero... I would have moments in my life where I was like, oh, this kind of would be a cool picture because I'm thinking about it more. Right. So I don't know. Maybe, I don't even maybe post like that, that much on Instagram. I yeah. only post maybe like once every two weeks right. or something like that. But I check Instagram more than any other social media, mm. unless you count Reddit as social media. Right now. Um, I, I, I don't consider that social media. But I, I, I check Facebook like once, twice a day tops. And I check Instagram five or six, seven or eight times. Right. So... Well, um, I know one thing about that that I was a little bummed about was you and I and a couple of our friends and Michaela and Adria, um, oh, Michaela was sick, but everyone else um, went to the Orono trampoline park and that was wicked fun. And then afterwards I was like, crap, we didn't get a picture. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It was so depressing because that would have been cool because it was like, oh, black light and all that was it a black light or yeah. was it just okay they were all black it. lights and stuff they yeah. well they had other glow lights on and stuff too i mean it couldn't just be black light or it would be would have been very dark yeah there's <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> all three-year-olds jumping everywhere people. yeah that was a little annoying the amount of kids and stuff that were there i mean i understand that kids <laughs> like jumping on trampolines but they had a kitty area Right. And they there were no kids jumping in it. Like, they didn't enforce the kitty area at all. So there'd be a few times where, like, Cody was jumping on a trampoline and, like, a four-year-old would just stroll onto the trampoline <laughs> that he's on and he'd almost land on the kid because he wouldn't see it. Right. It just felt like there was a lack of – a little bit of a lack of control for their – I don't know. They, they, they should have had it a little more under control and had the kids where they should be. Yeah. I definitely would want to go back, though, or some sort of – or go to like get air or something in Portland because that was that was a good time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, anything else that you've uh, been up to this week, Joe? 
No. Okay. Yeah, me either, really. It was just that trampoline part. We played uh, <laughs> D&D. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. This weekend. Yeah. And I've been having a blast with that. I don't know about yeah. you, but I've, I've been playing as the DM, and you are a... Rogue. You're a rogue. Co- we're, so we're playing with Cody and Mona, and right now we're just kind of meeting up once a week, if we can, yeah. to play for a few hours. And you guys made your way through a dungeon... Yeah. This past time we played, and you went through it like backwards of, <laughs> of the way that it was designed. Like yeah. there was a path to go through, and then there was like an exit at the end that you could just exit out real quick to get back to the outside. And you guys went in through that, yeah. so it just made it completely backwards. But it was still a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it was it. actually that was the most fun that I've had playing D anD. d That actually makes me want to play it more because I was very like hesitant the whole time. Um, we played it like three or four times before this last time. And I was yeah. like, eh, I don't know. But this kind of solidified the idea that I, I would like to play it regularly. I knew that it was it just, it just just going to take a few sessions of yeah. us playing and figuring out the big hurdles. Um, because once you've got like the basics of how combat and magic specifically work, yeah. it becomes a lot easier. I mean, I know magic is like, it's, it's, it's a tricky portion of it. Like we've had a hard time with Mona's character because... She's very magic heavy, and we don't really know what we're doing in that area. Right. But now that we're figuring it out, I, it was starting to move smoother and stuff by the end. Mm. I'm sure I'll get more confident with my DMing as well, which will make the experience um, smoother as Definitely, a whole. yeah. Other than that, nothing. Yeah. So let's move on. All right, let's do no it. No need to bore the people. As you guys may recall from last week's episode, Joe got us really pumped and uh, excited for this episode you're hearing right now because he talked about no zero days. Um, I looked it up a little bit, but uh, since it was Joe's idea. You cheated. Yeah, a little bit. How dare you? I'll turn it over to Joe and uh, he can officially take the reins on this one. Thank you for the introduction, by the way, Jake. That That was beautiful. I appreciate it. Real quick. Before we go on, I just noticed something. The bottom of your jeans are rolled up. What is that all about? Is that a new thing? Yeah, I'm just trying to be cool. Trying to create some contrast. You know, when you're wearing dark on dark, you need to have some sort of contrast. When you roll up your jeans, you get a nice little uh, lighter color, Uh right? And it kind of like draws attention towards what you're wearing for footwear. Those are my socks. Yeah, see? Right, it I worked. wouldn't have noticed those socks. Otherwise, I would have just looked down there and saw mm-hmm. nothing. Well, um, ever since I have started losing a little bit of weight, I have tried to like force myself into getting into just like dabbling in fashion. Ooh, but not like in the glamorous sense of it. Just looking good enough so that I feel really good about the way I look. So this weekend I went to, Adrian and I went to Kohl's to get um, an outfit so that I would be encouraged to not uh, gain any weight back. Nice. And uh, to keep to keep going with mm. it. Well, that's yeah. actually a really good segue into No More Zero Days. So we might as well yeah, move back around absolutely. to that. Um, there's a subreddit called Get Disciplined. Mm-hmm. And I know I talk about Reddit so much, but it's just an integral part of my life. So I'm always going to, but get disciplined is a subreddit about people looking to, you know, find motivation in their life. And a lot of times it's like, it's depressing stuff. Like 
people haven't gotten out of bed in days because they just they don't feel like it. They don't right. feel like they have a need to or like there's nothing in their life for them that makes them want to get out of bed. Um, so it's a lot of people looking for help or looking for guidance or looking for ways to, uh, you know, get moving again, get their life going. And this guy was talking about this exact thing. He just didn't want to do his schoolwork. He was falling behind. He never was hanging out with friends. He basically just stayed home in bed all the time because he had no motivation to do anything. And this guy came along, username Ryan S zero one. And he gave a little bit of advice. And this is the first time that I had ever seen the idea of no more zero days. And I can't say that I saw this when it was posted because this was posted five years ago. And I saw it probably two years ago in a best of Reddit thread mm. or something like that. And this comment was given gold around 100 times. And that's really significant for a comment because yeah. to be given gold, someone has to spend $3 to gold your comment. So a hundred golds means people collectively spent $300 because they thought this comment was worth being at the top of the thread. And I don't think I've ever seen a comment with more than maybe 10 or 15 golds. It's let rare alone that you even see links that have that many golds, right. honestly. So I knew going into this comment that I was in for something good because a hundred people weren't going to gold this for no reason. So his original comment, Ryan's comment, is to the original poster of the thread, Max. And he's talking directly to him. So what I did was I took the entire comment today, actually, and I kind of quote-unquote rewrote it so it sounds less like it's being directed to someone specific and more so it sounds like it's going to a broader audience. Mm -hmm. So there's no direct, like, I'm talking to you, Max, that type of thing. Um, so it should read better for the podcast. It's like about a page long. So I just kind of want to read through that and then figured we could go back through it point by point and yeah. talk about each point. Sure. So without further ado... Here is no more zero days. And I really hope you guys like this because I do. And I hope that what I'm sharing is something that you guys can enjoy. Anyway, here we go. Rule number one, there are no more zero days. What's a zero day? A zero day is when you don't do a single thing towards whatever dream or goal or want you have going on. No more zeros. I'm not saying you got to bust out an essay every day. That's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is that you have to make yourself promise yourself that the new system you live in is a non-zero system. Didn't do anything all day and it's 11.58 p.m.? Write one sentence. Do one push-up. Read one page of that chapter. One. Because one is non-zero. You feel me? When you're in a vortex of doing nothing, your pattern of behavior is keeping the vortex going. Turning into the ultimate productivity master of the universe doesn't happen inside that vortex. It happens from a massive string of consistent non-zeros. That's rule number one. Don't forget it. Rule two. Be grateful to the three yous. The past you, the present you, and the future you. If you want to love someone and have someone love you back, you got to learn to love yourself. And the three yous are the key. Be grateful to the past you for the positive things you've done. And do favors for the future you like you would for your best friend. Feeling like crap today? Stop for a second and think of a good decision you made yesterday. Salad and tuna instead of a Big Mac? Thank you, younger me. Was yesterday a non-zero day because you wrote 200 words? Who cares if that's all you could muster? Thank you, younger me. Saved up some coin over time to buy that sweet thing you wanted? Thank you. 
Second part of the three U's is you got to do your future self a favor, just like you would for your best friend. Tired as hell and can't get off Reddit, video games, or the internet? Screw you, present self. This one's for future me. I'm going to rock out P90X Ab Ripper X for 17 minutes. I'm doing this one for future me. Alarm clock goes off and bed is too comfy? Screw you, present self. This one's for my best friend, future me. I'm up and going for a three-mile run or a hundred-foot run. It's got to be non-zero. Make sure you thank your past self for rocking out at the end of every single thing that makes your life better. The cycle of doing something for someone else, future you, and thanking someone for the good in your life, past you, is key to building gratitude and productivity. Don't doubt this. Once you realize this for yourself, you'll begin to spread this gratitude to others who help you on your path. Rule number three, forgive yourself. Seriously. Maybe you have all the know-how, money, and talent to do whatever it is you want to do, but you're still not doing it. Now you're giving yourself crap for not doing what you need to do to be who you want to be. Here's the thing. Being disappointed in yourself causes you to be less productive. Tried your best to have a non-zero day yesterday and failed? So what? I forgive you, past self. But today? Today will be a non-zero masterpiece to the best of your ability for your future self. Forgiveness, man. Use it. I forgive you. Say it out loud. Rule 4. Exercise and books. That's it. Pretty standard advice, but when you exercise daily, you actually get smarter. When you exercise, you get high from the endorphins your body releases, and it helps to clear your mind. When you exercise, you are doing your future self a huge favor. Exercise is a leg on a three-legged stool. As for books, almost every single thing we've all ever thought of, or felt, or gone through, or wanted, or wanted to know how to do, or whatever, has been figured out by someone else. Read some books. Feel worthless and like you're not accomplishing what you want to do with your life? Make the goal of your new non-zero system to read 7 Habits of Highly Effective People. Read Emotional Intelligence. Read From Good to Great. Read books that will help you understand. Read stuff on the Body Weight Fitness subreddit and incorporate it into your workout. Reading is the warp whistle from Super Mario 3. It gets you to the next level that much faster. So, initial thoughts. I think it's um pretty good. The first point um, reminded me of there's been a lot of times, there's been a lot of nights when I would go to bed. This was in the past. This hasn't happened in, I'd say, a year or so. But I'd go to bed and then think, wow, what a waste of a day. And that that's a true zero day when you didn't really do anything. Maybe you had fun in the moment, which kind of goes along with what we talked about uh last episode but you didn't or i i didn't actually do anything for my future self right so that's that's what i thought of immediately um and i think his points are really good and the writing style was pretty good too uh i know i i really hyped up non-zero days and then that only ended up being one of the four rules but i really think all of that all four rules contribute to a non-zero day. Mm. I mean, I know rule one specifically is about non-zero, but the other three things, being grateful to the three U's, forgiving yourself, and exercise and books, they all contribute to understanding how to make sure you don't have any more of those zero days. Yeah. Making sure you always are pushing forward and making progress, even if it is the littlest progress. So with that being said, let's go back through and rediscuss these points. So rule one, there are no more non-zero days or there are no, 
There are no there, more. There are. There are no more zero yeah. days. <laughs> I said that with a double negative in there. Yeah. So you said you had done a little bit of research. Did you see this thread on Reddit or what did you come I across? I saw, I did see that exact thread, but I didn't end up reading it. I just kind of saw that it was there and I read the first couple sentences and I was like, okay, this is what Joe's going to talk about yeah. for sure. Yeah. I always think of this non-zero system when it comes to my desire to make Android games. And I know we talked about this a little bit on the last episode, so we don't need to go into it too incredibly deep. I don't want to just rehash the same topics over and over. But I want to learn how to do that so bad. Yeah. And it can seem like such a monumental, like it's a big thing to learn, to learn how to code an app. And it just seems like it's something that I, I don't know, as a whole, it seems like such a big thing that I'd need to try to do that I don't think I could do it. But thinking of it in terms of non-zero days and just doing a little bit here and there to build that habit of doing it more frequently makes it seem a lot easier. And I just, I get so excited when I read about a non-zero day because it seems like something that's so doable. I mean, just telling yourself, I'm not going to break this streak. I want to have non-zero days and I want to get something done even if it's basically nothing at all I still want to be able to say yesterday was a non-zero day right so you can go to bed at night and think to yourself I did something right that's going to help future me which is kind of combining one and two right I like his his analogy of uh, being stuck in a vortex uh, when he says, when you're in a vortex of doing nothing, your pattern of behavior is keeping the vortex going. Turning into the ultimate productivity master of the universe doesn't happen inside that vortex. Right. Just like that. That like your negative emotions, or not even your negative emotions, but the trend of not doing anything is like a vortex spinning. And the more you do nothing, the more you're just fueling that vortex to continue spinning. Right. And the only way you're going to get out of that is if you like counter the vortex. If you counter the spin and you start doing things and you have to consistently do it. To get out. To reverse that vortex and break it so you can get free. I, I just think that's a really good analogy that can be applied to a lot of aspects of life. So. Yeah, it was good. I was definitely visualizing it as you were reading it. I thought so as well. So rule two, let's jump onto that one. Yeah. Be grateful to the three yous, past you, present you, future you. Is this something that you see yourself being able to apply to your life? Like, do you think you could do this? Essentially? Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's, it's, um, it's more of a mindset than anything else. It's basically what that's saying is putting value in yourself and in becoming your own asset i think is the correct term mm -hmm. where you're investing in yourself um when he talks about future you well, how can i say this when you're in the present present you um you're making investments into future you mm -hmm. so splitting up the people into present past and future in a weird way might make it easier to get accomplished what you want to get accomplished. Right. It's it's more easy, even though it's like kind of an out there concept on paper, it might be easier to wrap your brain around to be like, 
if you have a hard time doing something for yourself, you can kind of separate yourself from future you mm. and do it for that person, even yeah. though it's you. Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree completely. I think a good analogy for how this can be easily applied to your everyday life is, or at least for me, is like the simple act of cleaning the house up. Mm. No one likes to clean their house. I don't think there's anyone on the planet that enjoys spending an entire afternoon cleaning their own living space. Right. It's just not fun. But when we, when Michaela and I have like a hangout planned for Saturday night for a bunch of people coming over, I spend most of the day cleaning in prep for you guys showing up that night because I don't want the house to be messy for when guests arrive. Right. If I can disassociate future self from present self, like if I can make that future me a separate entity in my own mind, yeah. cleaning the house for future me becomes me cleaning the house for friends coming over that evening. When in reality, I'm just doing it so that five hours from now, I can sit down and be like, I feel good. Yeah. Like this is a nice clean house and I feel good sitting in my home. And I just, I think being able to disassociate yourself from your future self and think of it as doing something for a friend makes it a lot more doable. It makes it almost more enjoyable to mm. a certain degree because not only do you know that you're doing it for a future friend, but you're that future friend that gets to benefit from it. Yeah, I was just going to say that in thinking like that, having that mindset, it has an underlying benefit of you actually appreciating yourself more right and you being thankful for yourself and you you will gain more self-worth and if you're someone like uh was it max from max. the original yep. post then that's something you need you need to have self-worth and confidence because that is some of the strongest fuel mm. for motivation and change and i know confidence is a topic that we want to talk about on a future episode. Yeah. So this could actually maybe even wrap into that episode. Definitely. Uh, when we finally get there. Um, just the whole idea of who confidence is benefiting. Not thinking of confidence as benefiting other people, but how it can improve your own life and benefit yourself. Mm. So that being said, let's move on to topic or point three, rather. Forgive yourself. And I think this goes hand in hand with confidence in that... When you feel confident with yourself, you're going to be more likely to forgive yourself and know that even though you might have failed yourself here in the moment, you're not going to fail yourself again in the next moment. Mm -hmm. He talks about forgiving yourself because disappointment causes you to be less productive. Do you agree with that? I think, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I made a note so that I didn't forget. Um, when you read that point separately just now it made me think of the fact that we're all our own biggest critics so we have a tendency to be really hard on ourselves i know i that's a big thing about me uh so i can relate to that idea of you know being a big critic on yourself and you can kind of fall back into that vortex of doing nothing because you're scared that you're gonna not do it right um and so it's very important to be able to forgive yourself and maybe because of point two where you're disassociating yourself from past self, it's actually easier to do that. Right. Um, 
I think for certain people, this would actually work wonders. It depends on the type of people who can understand this type of mindset and if it works for them. Yeah. yeah. I think of it as like when, when you're disappointed or you're bummed out, yeah. you don't feel like doing anything. Right. You just want to sit around and veg and watch YouTube or Netflix or Hulu or whatever your vice is. You just want to sit around and do nothing. So when you allow yourself to be disappointed in yourself, that's all like mental. That's like in your head. You're just playing yeah, games it's your, with yourself. It's your own fault. Right. It's your own doing. So letting yourself feel disappointed in yourself is just going to like, like he said, make you less productive. You're not going to want to do anything. So being able to immediately recognize when you did some or you didn't live up to the goals that you had for yourself and forgiving that and realizing that there's always the next time. There's always tomorrow. There's always even the rest of today because it should be a non-zero day. Mm. I think that makes it easier to feel less disappointment. I mean, I feel like disappointment is natural and it's going to – you're going to feel that to some degree no matter what. Right. And you but, can always turn a basic amount of disappointment into a positive thing right. by, by fueling your desire to do better the next right. day. And, be, and being able to recognize that allows you to do exactly what you just said, turn yeah. it into something productive and positive the next day. Yeah. Rule four, exercise in books. So you've been exercising for the last couple of weeks now, would you, you say? I'd say th um, three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel really good. I mean, I'm mostly doing it to just get over plateaus and yeah. weight loss. My biggest thing right now is just to get down to what I consider to be like a my goal weight. But the benefit of that or an, another underlying benefit of exercise is that you just end up feeling a lot better. Right. Um, I wish I could go more because right now I'm just going to the gym like twice – sometimes three times a week to do a run. Yeah. Um, and That's better than nothing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Just, I mean, using this mindset right now, it's it's still a good thing that I'm doing that. Right. I would like to do more. Yeah. But that doesn't mean what I am doing is not, not enough right, or, or exactly. bad. Yeah. Um, it's true. I mean, it's, an, it's one of those things that sounds so obvious and maybe it's even cliche, and some people just don't want to admit it, but if you do some sort of exercise, you will feel a lot better about yourself, not only physically, but I think the biggest boost is just mentally. Right. Knowing that you actually did that. Yeah. There there have been periods of my life where I'll go to the gym and I'll work out consistently for like a month yeah. and then I'll fall off the wagon. Yeah. But in that month that I'm going... Even though I'm not necessarily seeing immediate growth or change, mentally, I still feel good knowing that I went and I exercised. Yes. I got off my butt and I went and I worked out and I feel good about that. Yeah. It depends on what you value the most. Um, I know I, when I felt bad and I felt like I had the most zero days was when uh, I was just working part-time in preparation of going to school but yeah. not going to school yet yeah so basically i was like working 20 ish hours a week doing nothing doing else. anything else right i was like wow this sucks but <laughs> i didn't realize i didn't i knew that i had to do something but i didn't really realize what that was yet but i noticed um i wrote this down too i wanted to, to mention that if it came to it but 
I noticed as soon as I went back to school physically, because it didn't work online, the online aspect didn't take away my non-zero day thinking. That's interesting. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, as soon as I went to physical classes and I moved in, um, I moved with Adria to Augusta. Yeah. It's just been nothing but good, and I've never felt like that since. Good. So. Well, Jake, I know that you've just forgot what you were talking about mid-sentence. Yeah, it happens. But I'll forgive you for that. I was. I forgive, felt like I was for, trailing yourself, off. Jake. Thank you. I, I do. Forgive <laughs> past you so you don't make that same mistake in the future. <laughs> oh, I'll still make it in the future. <laughs> uh, I just like, I got it in my head that I trailed off. But I guess I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> so the other point for point four is reading books. Hmm. That might be the only thing on this list that I don't necessarily agree with. I mean, I don't want to come across sounding like I'm saying books are bad. Right. But I don't feel as though books are a necessity to be your best self. No. Because uh, no. I haven't read a book since high school. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm having zero days because of that. Like, there are other things you can do. I mean, if reading is not your thing, don't force yourself to read because it's not going to be an enjoyable experience. I think um, what a lot of people think of when someone says reading is just like the – is obtaining knowledge from someone else. So you can still do that by watching like TED Talks um, and reading articles online. So it, it doesn't have to be a physical book. Right. I think it's just saying book because that's what a lot of people associate with books. Reading. Or yeah. With, yeah, with reading. Yeah. I agree with you. And I think even to a certain extent, Ryan O2 or whatever his name was agrees as well because in that – Last bit, he talks about, even if it's not a book, read the body fitness or the body weight the, oh, fitness yeah, the subreddit, subreddit right. and work that into your workout. Yeah. I mean, so even he's aware that it doesn't have to necessarily be a book, but just be like applying your brain in, you know, creative ways or in ways that your everyday life doesn't challenge your brain. Mm -hmm. Like if your day-to-day if, if day -day routine is that you wake up... <laughs> grab a brush and put on a little makeup. No. <laughs> <laughs> if your daily routine is that you wake up and go to work at McDonald's, you do your shift, you come home, you play video games until you go to sleep, your brain's not really being challenged in a way that reading a book or reading something on a subreddit might challenge your brain. So I think he's just saying challenge your brain in that way differently from the norm. So whether that's reading, whether it's perusing a new subreddit you've never been on, something like that. Just make sure you're challenging your brain in that way. Yeah. And I think um, I will say this about books, like real physical books, is that um, they are beneficial when it comes to focusing. Books require your utmost attention. And what's good about it is that you're you're looking at words on a paper with no distractions. If you're on the uh, subreddit or if you're on any sort of online medium, you're going to get distracted just because of the nature right, of, of the that internet. medium. Right. So 
I think maybe that's where a lot of people are still like hardcore book fans. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to distract yourself besides your phone or whatever. But it's just easier to tune out and just get all this information in your head without interruption. That's why I like listening to uh, podcasts or audiobooks when I'm driving. Yeah. Because driving takes a certain level of concentration, but it doesn't stop you from paying attention to something like a podcast or an audiobook. Right. I feel like those are two things that you can do equally well. And especially without, on without the highway. Dist- exactly. Especially yeah. on the highway. So I listen to a podcast almost every single day on my way to and from work. Yeah. And I enjoy that. I enjoy it a lot. I am able to pay attention to it 90% of the time I'm on the road. The other 10% of the time I'm dealing with idiot drivers <laughs> getting in my way. Right. But it's a good way for me to consume um, um, information that challenges my brain in a way that my daily routine doesn't otherwise. Right. So that about wraps up the idea of non-zero days. One last thing I would like to ask before we move on to our next segment is would you be interested in just for one week until we record again, seeing if we can mentally try the whole non-zero day thing? Yeah, like, definitely. Would you be willing to try that? I mean, it's something that we could like document on a piece of paper I think or we something should. Like, like that and post it on our sh- Instagram. We absolutely should. Not just Instagram, but I mean, we can absolutely do that because that's good content. But uh, I think in order to really know if it's helped us uh, in order to really uh, remember what we did, we should document it so that we can bring our notebooks in or whatever next week at this time and and talk about it then. So and maybe, yeah, let's do it. Maybe next week when we come back together and we hash it out real quick and we talk about what we did, maybe one of us will realize that the non-zero system doesn't work for us. Maybe we'll realize that it didn't, make us want to push forward like we thought it would i don't know because mm. i I've, I've never even tried this i've known about this for several years and i've never done it so i'm wondering if like if i get into this will i even like it is it something that i've like idolized in my head that won't even work for me in the real world so i'd be interested to try it for a week and come back and see yeah did i like it here's my thoughts that type of thing so Sounds if you're good. willing to do it i'll do it we can come yeah, back what's and great about, about that is that it's going to be different you know, like your goal is different from my goal. Right. So, Should we set a goal now? Well. Or can it, is it something that's I, like it's a different goal every day? My almost. goal is going to be um, exercise and food related. It's like okay. n- nutrition and exercise. Yep. Well, I guess I'll make mine uh, dabbling with this whole building an Android app thing. Yeah. I mean, it's something I've wanted to do forever. It's the most obvious thing for me. So even if it's five minutes, it's something that I want to dabble with. So that that's going to be what I try to do. I'm going to try to do a little bit of that every single day for a week. And we'll come back and we'll talk about it then. Sounds good. All right. Let's move on. All right. So uh, we that actually did fill up a lot more time than we expected. So I think what we're going to do now is go ahead and give you our songs of the week and call it good until next week. So let's check out what joe has for a song of the week this week all right thank you you're welcome (laughs) uh okay how do i want to start this uh 
This is the easiest part of how, the whole week. How do how to podcast.com. <laughs> I know this goes back to when we used to record whenever it was mid 2018, early 2018. Uh I've been very into synthy music and like the whole modern 80s sound. Oh yeah, we definitely oh, yeah. talked about it because we had that Ansel Elgort the end. song and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm still into that just as much as I was then. I just love the sound of modern synth music. I think it's just, it's evolving in such a unique way. And it's cool to be able to see a, almost see a genre like mature, like yeah. as, as we're going through time here. So my song of the week is some more of this synth wave, uh, modern 80s sound music. The title of the track is Yellow Ferrari. Featuring Mystery Skulls by the Toxic Avenger. So here is 30 seconds of that. like that that was like a chill synth was the word that i thought of yeah i love that guy's voice or the effect that he's yeah, using that was on neat. it or whatever it is it's very mellow yep so uh i've listened to a little bit of uh the some some of the toxic avengers other music and it's all very solid this is off the album globe volume three which i've listened to a few other tracks off of and it was all very solid so i'd highly recommend if you like that modern synth sound and maybe you're just looking for some more chill music to like i don't know do some homework to or if you're just chatting with friends online or anything like that check him out i recommend him all right that's it for me now it's your turn so mine in the same vein as last week really uh i've been going through my spotify discover weekly every single week and uh starring the ones that i really like the ones that i find myself coming back to and for me, in the past month or so, it's kind of been the more upbeat songs that have uh, a good melody to them and everything like that. Because you're feeling good about life. I'm feeling good. Yeah. So this one is called Faster by Good Kid. Um, and I do, do want to say before playing it that I actually didn't star it until my second listen because the first time it was a little bit too much for me and you might and just keep that in mind when you hear this uh 30 seconds right now So as I was saying before, it took about two listens for me to actually star it. And I start it because it actually ended up getting stuck in my head. I would always, uh, at random times, I'd think to myself, uh, the faster and faster. And then, and I was like, well, I got to hear this song. Right. And I think I actually became a little bit 
um, I guess addicted is an okay word, um, to how hyper happy it was. And I was like, oh, nice. You know, it's a good way to start my morning. So I'd be driving to school at about, you know, 7.15, 7.20 in the morning, just listening to songs like this to wake me up and make me feel good about the day. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I said to you while we were listening to the clip that I think if this was on my Discover Weekly, I would initially skip it. Yeah. But it would probably get stuck in my head and I'd end up wanting to listen to it some more. So I can see why you did the same. Right. Yeah. That's the only reason why I'm bringing it to you today. Uh, it almost was uh, completely overlooked. All right. Well, that about wraps up our show this week, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us yet again. We are on Spotify at The Jake and Joe Show. We're on Instagram. I don't think we mentioned our handle earlier. It's we at didn't. The Jake Joe Show. Okay. Not the Jake and Joe show. Someone took that from us. They ripped it right out from underneath us. So we are the Jake Joe show. Right now we've got two picks, a profile pic, and one of Jake's beautiful mug. That's about it. <laughs> uh, that's all we're ever going to post. Yep. It's just Jake. You're never going to see me. Just selfies. <laughs> just selfies of, of Jake. So we're, we're planning on using it actively. I mean... When either of us think to, mm. uh, I, I know. I that... mean, we're we're together enough where there's no excuse not to. Right. Next time we play D and D or something, just right. boom, playing D and D with I the did, boys I did take and a girl. Few pictures of us playing D and D last time, so I could throw one yeah, of those up there. Definitely. Might as well. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it this week. Uh, we'll catch you back here next Wednesday. Until then, stay awesome, dude. <laughs> Have a great week. That it? That's all you got for him? Yeah. Give him a wise word. Just one. One word that is wise. Anything. Anything, Jake. Just a single wise word. Wow. There it is, folks. Wow. Catch you next week.
Is your head spinning too? 